Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Keaton, and we are going to be revving the word today. If it's your first time doing something like this with us, welcome. Thank you for giving us a shot, giving it a try. It's a little different and unique to itself, absolutely for sure. You're gonna move your body. Uh, we are gonna be doing some intervals today. That is an invitation. You do not have to do the intervals. So you might be um, just going for a walk, a steady run. Um, you might be lifting weights. The intervals definitely won't work for that, but you're moving your body. How about that? In some way, some of you clean house, um, mow your lawn, or you're on a subway moving. <laughs> the subway's moving you, but you just want something to pick up your spirit, kind of get you going in the soul place because that place is the core of who you are. We wanna train that place. This is truly wellness inside out training the inside out. The, the outside is gonna work itself out as we are paying attention to what's going on on the inside, our thoughts, our feelings, all that stuff. So it is my intention to shake you up, to make you a little uncomfortable. But listen, you want that, you know you do. We don't always like it, but we know we need it. And eventually we learn to want it. Our brain will learn, it's good for me to get uncomfortable. It's really good and it's so absolutely a part of the kingdom, part of um, living a life that is bigger than just yourself, living a life um, really truly for the God who created you, that we are not um, islands to ourselves. that God has a great, big purpose, wonderful plan for your life and nothing would give me greater joy than to see you go about doing that. <laughs> Get after the thing you were created to do, but first, it comes from knowing who you are. You gotta know your who before you do. Who are you? You are a dearly loved child of God, a son or a daughter. You don't have to do anything to earn his love. You're loved because you're loved because you're loved. Okay, so let that be a motivation for you. Cease striving. We do not, we know it's totally possible if you're here, you could be a recovering striver because the fitness world is filled with them, okay? So wherever you are, whether you have obsessed over your body or have neglected your body, you are welcome here. Today we are gonna be talking, training, sweating, breathing, and moving through Matthew 5.5. It's one of the Beatitudes, just one of them. There's, there's several that Jesus opens up his ministry on the earth with, and the Beatitudes, he really shakes things up. We're gonna be talking specifically today about selfless strength. I know a lot of you are here because you wanna get stronger. Nothing wrong with that. That's it's a good idea, it's a good motive, it's a part that we play on the earth, but we gotta know what's the point. What's the goal? What's my intention? So hopefully today I can help you reset that. <laughs> the, the Holy Spirit in me is gonna to talk to the Holy Spirit in you and help us get straight, right? Kind of straighten the crooked paths. All right, before I get going, one quick announcement. Don't forget, you are invited right now. I cordially, formally invite you to our Rest and Rebuild retreat, June 9th through the 13th in Colorado. I would tell you the city if I knew exactly where. It's about an hour outside of Colorado. Uh, retreat Center, this is our first ever 
retreat that is not instructor training. So we do that a lot. We do that twice a year, our instructor training. And many of you have asked, can we just have a retreat? <laughs> if I'm not think I'm ready yet to be an instructor, I just want more of this. I need to get away. I need to get my mind straight. I need to get my body refueled. I just need a wellness retreat. And guess what? This is Rest and Rebuild. I'm gonna tell you what, it is a weight loss camp. It is, but not the kind of weight you can measure under your feet. It's the weight of the unseen, the weight of the person of your hidden heart, the things that have kept you from doing the things you wanna do or keeps you doing the things you don't wanna do. That's what we wanna lose. That's, again, nothing gives me more joy than seeing you getting on with the goodness of your life. And some of you, it is time to get away, get intensive and get straight. And trust me, it's gonna be resting, learning to rest and learning to rebuild. Learning that proper for you, what's needed and when it's needed to get you in touch with your heart, soul, mind and strength of loving God, loving yourself rightfully and loving others. The key to our retreat really is nothing's off the table. <laughs> You gotta bring your body to. Every ability is welcome, every age, every ability. Don't disqualify yourself because you're enter the blank, whatever your reasoning might be. If you're feeling the tug, come. Swipe up on the show notes and get yourself in. It is limited and it will sell out. And we have applications in like crazy. And if everyone paid on that application, we would be full. But a lot of you are waiting to make your first payment. That's fine, but just be ready. <laughs> Don't wait too long. Okay. All right, let's get going. The playlist goes in three, two, one, play. Okay, so here's the thing. Right now, moving your feet steady. Just easy feet. All right, if you could see me right now, I have so many cords. <laughs> this is like, oh, every time. So many cords. Let's see if I can get these. I got new headphones to try and help with the sound quality. I think it's doing that, but now I just have too many cords. All right, hold on. Okay, so everyone on a scale of one to 10 right now, you are about a four, five. Easy feet, lift the corners of your mouth. God, we love you and we thank you. And we love you, God, and we say we love you. But Lord, I'm asking now that you would come inside of this time of moving our bodies, clearing our hearts and our minds, getting in touch with the strength that you've given us, that while we do that, would you, God, come and give a greater revelation of your love for us. We say we love you, and we mean that, God. But we need more of your love in us to teach us, to love us, delight in us, strengthen us, become all who you know we are to be. You already see the end 
from the beginning. We just want to see what you see, God. So come and teach us about selfless strength, what you're trying to do here on the earth, what you're looking for. Holy Spirit, fill us and then let us pour out today, God. We love you and we thank you for this time. Thank you that our body is working however it's working today. Can you right now just give thanks for what's going right? Everyone, just give thanks for what's going right. I'll give you a second. Okay, that's good. Remember, gratitude, thankfulness, it's the key of wellness. So we thank you, God, for all these things. Now come, meet us here. Keep us from pride and striving. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. All right, so Matthew 5, 5. Right now, you're just moving your feet. By the end of this song, it's about three minutes away, I'm gonna need you to get yourself up to a six, seven. Let's get for a seven. You know you're a seven. You're not, you're not. There's no lactic acid at a seven. But you're aware that you're working. You can feel it. Okay? But no burning. Trying to keep that at bay. All right? Everyone take a deep breath. Inhale. Exhale. Good, good. All right, so selfless strength. Matthew 5, 5. Let me pull up my Bible here. I know the verse, but I want to give you a little bit of context. This is, again, Jesus' words. Sermon on the Mount. It's his first big sermon. <laughs> it's where he turns everything upside down and inside out. That's why, this is how we're called to live. Upside down and inside out. The world tells you to just put faith in what you can see, touch, taste, feel here, outside to the in. And I've come here today to tell you, you gotta live from the inside out. And when you do that, it turns everything upside down. <laughs> so welcome to the wrecking. But it's good, it's what you need. The undoing, undoing to be done again. The rebuilding, yep. That's why, rest and rebuild retreat, I'm telling you. We're gonna learn the power of rest and how to rebuild in a way that isn't us working in vain. Because if the laborers <laughs> build it, they work in vain. God builds. So in the Sermon of the Mountain, he sits down and says, he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> right there. Those words right there would offend so many. The poor. <laughs> He's saying you're blessed when you don't have it. You're the chosen ones. You are the ones set up to be happy. 
to have good, better, and best in your life. And by verse 5, Jesus says, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are the meek. Everyone, this song, we're going to do, I want you to start moving up towards an 8. Now at an 8, you're starting to feel the lactic acid. Woo. Now, I want you to think quick little steps. If you're running, quicker little steps. Add an eight. If you start to notice that you're going towards a nine, that means the lactic acid is getting more than you can contain or hold, back off. Get up towards an eight. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Think about that for a second. Isn't the whole world <laughs> looking to inherit something, looking for more, right? This is the one beatitude, the one command, direction of Jesus that hits on possessions, having stuff. Whew. And here in America, that's a high call to have stuff. That you're not anyone unless you have something or have someone to love you. Money and romance. <laughs> it's its own idol. Having possessions. So inheriting something of value, of worth. Wouldn't that be great? Who wouldn't want a phone call today? Saying you had an uncle you never knew, millionaire, and he's left you millions. Maybe even left you billions. Guess what? Would still be less than this. Jesus is saying, inheritance of all, all. This is the same temptation that Satan gave Jesus back in Matthew 4. After he'd been baptized and sent out into the wilderness or led by the Spirit into the wilderness for a 40-day fast, Satan comes to him, tempts him, tests him. One of his big temptations, possessions. I'll give you all this. Everything you can see. Jesus, I'll give you all this. And here's the thing. Jesus already knew who it belonged to. And he knew who he was. He was a son of God who owned everything. Satan is deceived. You do know that, right? He's delusional. He's deceived. And he lives to deceive you. His job, make everything about you. <laughs> Get you to just take your eyes off of God. Just a little one degree pivot. Put your eyes on your circumstances, your money, your marriage. For too long, there's nothing wrong with those things, 
but when they start to wane my heart, make me weary, I gotta get straight. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. So if inheriting the earth is what we get, let me ask you this question. What do you come here today with <laughs> that you're really wanting of God? Stay at an eight. <laughs> Good job. Well done. Recover. Bring it down. So not so quick feet. Find a comfortable stride for you. We're going to move towards a seven. Just easy. Come on. Recovering at a seven. Active, engaged, lift your head, lift your gaze, come on, come on. Listen, I purposely, I'm challenging you. Get your hopes up. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Sorry, so whatever you come here wanting today, guess what? It's wrapped up in this verse. Be meek. Now let me read the full <laughs> explanation of dictionary from Strong's Concordance. It's from the Greek word, meekness. And here's, it's so thorough. Just move your body and, and receive this. Turn your palms up like in your heart. Lift it up. And as you're breathing and you're kind of fiery, get this in your cells. Come on, get, li listen, here's what I know. The Lord has given me and you together the authority to rewrite, to reprogram our DNA. It's called epigenetics. It really exists. Look it up. You can change the way your genes respond. You may not be able to change the structure of them, but how they respond, that's so kingdom. So let me, let me rewrite some history with you. You ready? Meekness. Meekness towards God is that disposition of spirit in which we accept his dealings with us as good. Selah. We accept his dealings with us as good. And therefore, without disputing or resisting, we accept his dealings with us as good. Ooh, you know what that requires? Humility. This meek that inherit the earth has everything to do with the humble because he gives grace to the humble an empowering ability of the kingdom to the humble and he opposes the proud James tells us continuing on 
In the Old Testament, the meek are those holy, W-H-O-L-L-Y. I always pay attention when I see that word because wholeness is what we do here. The meek are the holy, relying on God rather than their own strength to defend against injustice. All right, so this is where I'm getting to get your attention because I know us fitness people, we like our strength because we like to be ready for battle. Nothing wrong with that, hear me. I'm gonna show you a bigger picture of what the, how this meekness fits in. But if the meek are those who wholly rely on God rather than their own strength to defend against injustice, we gotta pay attention. This meekness towards evil people means knowing God is permitting injuries they inflict, that he is using them to purify his elect. Hold on, I'm gonna pause for a second. He's using to purify, he's using whatever the injury or the infliction, he's using it to purify his elect and that he will deliver his elect in his time. That's a hard one, patience. Gentleness or meekness is the opposite to self-assertiveness or self-interest. It stems from trust in God's goodness and control over the situation. The gentle person is not occupied with self at all. The meek person is not occupied with self at all. This is a work of the Holy Spirit, not of human will. Well, there you go. That, this is what Jesus is saying. I can trust to give you all, all that is in the earth. The meek are trustworthy. Get ready, get set. Remember that quickness? Go back to quickness. Quick feet, quick, quick. Eight, on a scale of one to eight, just under your threshold, okay? <laughs> a little bilingual for you. <laughs> just because Spanish music often has a nice quick pace, kind of a flamenco sound, quick, quick, quick. Quick, come on. If you're on a spin bike, your revolutions of your feet are about 110. If you're running, pick them up, little steps again. Get ready. Now, open your stride, go towards a nine, push. However, come on, this is more power. This is more strength. This is what we like, right? This is our control. Come back to quick little steps. Come on, you're gonna feel the lactic acid, yeah? What are you gonna do with it? You're gonna breathe. You're gonna smile. And you're gonna go, these are good dealings. Right, um, here's what I wanna train us today. Strength. What are you doing with it? We're told here that the best strength 
is not self-interested. Go. Power, go towards a nine. It's not self-assertive. I need you to see this right now. You're just letting me be proxy of the Holy Spirit. That when he says go, you go. When he says pull back, you pull back. Right now, it's go. Nine. Get towards a nine. Twenty more seconds. Come on, you can do it. Good job. Come back to quick feet. It's an eight. Come on. Smile. Keep your face. Keep your face soft. Fix your face. This is where we can lead ourselves into faith. Don't wait for yourself to see it. You gotta lead yourself into it. Then you'll see it. Eight, come on. Whew. Well done. Now, your call, seven to an eight. Risk recovering down towards that seven. If you need to go down to a six, you need to go down to a three, do it. But you're gonna come back and you're gonna join us at a seven. All right, do we understand this definition of meekness? Do you see, it's so beautiful. This is why I love that Jesus doesn't say, blessed are the strong. Think about that. Blessed. Think of blessings as getting under like the pipeline or the waterfall of heaven. Blessings come from heaven to earth. Listen, I can create a lot of good things on the earth. You know, it's things that my hands can make, my creative brain can design. Those are, those are good. But a blessing, blessings come from heaven to earth. Blessings, and the, we are the blessed. The fact that your ears and heart were open to hear the gospel was a blessed moment. Heaven opened up and this portal down to earth because it saw you, it saw your broken heart, your contrite spirit your need, your desperation, and you were blessed. God does not withhold himself from the meek. He doesn't hold blessed, Jesus says all these things. Heaven opens up for those who are poor in spirit. Heaven opens up for those who are sad and mourning. Heaven opens up for those who are hunger and thirst for righteousness. Heaven opens up for the merciful. Heaven opens up for the pure in heart. Heaven opens up for the peacemakers. Heaven opens up 
for those who are persecuted for righteousness sake. Everyone think of Stephen and Acts. Heaven opens up when others revile you, speak badly about you. And heaven opens up for the meek. I'm telling you right now, this word meek, this, when Jesus is telling us a new way to be, this word meek is as close as he gets to talking about those who are strong. This is heaven's version of strength. This is heaven opening up to give us something greater than our own strength, than our own volition. Listen, because I know how to do that, don't you? I know how to force myself on people or on a situation. And a lot of you, you work out, eat right, so that you can be strong. But what are we, what kind? Come on, I wanna see you all grow meek. Because those who just grow strong will eventually grow weak. But if you go for meek, it's this selfless strength. It's the heaven opens up when I'm meek. Not because I'm strong, but because I am meek. I am trusting in God's goodness and control over this situation. Everyone say that I am trusting in God's goodness and control over this situation or enter your situation. Start with, I am trusting God's goodness and control. Blessed are the meek, for everything their heart desires will be theirs. All right, friends, it's our last big working song. When I say go, you go. We're gonna climb a ladder and come down. Are you ready? When I say go, go towards an eight, nine, or 10. Let's see what you can do, ready? Set, go. Come on, burn off the strength. Focus on the goodness of God, goodness of God. Recover, you're gonna get 20 seconds and then you're gonna go again, I know. 2020. Oh! Get ready, 10 seconds. Woo! Get set. Meekness. Go.
recover. Listen, I'm stopping right there. Yep, I don't usually do this. Recover and get ready. Here's what I need you to know. This is a takeaway sentence for you. Our strength, our strength. When God talks about strength in the Bible, the word strength is used of his people. He tells us, be strong. Love the Lord with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. He uses the word when talking about us. When he's talking about himself, he uses the word meekness. What am I getting at? Our strength takes us to the limits of ourselves. And that's a good thing. God wants you to be strong. Use everything you've got. But then we will come to the end of ourselves. And that's where meekness comes in. Our strength takes us to the limits of ourselves where meekness meets us. Do you get it? God wants us to grow. He wants us to be strong in Him. Have more capacity in Him. But don't blow out your strength. You shake hands at the end of yourself with meekness. Now a greater strength comes. Get ready. It's said, go. Push. of your strength eyes on the prize recover oh, you know it's coming get set come on warrior go go for a nine Go, end of yourself, go. Selfless strength, selfless strength. Come on. You have 20 seconds. It's okay if it's messy, ugly, end of yourself. Give me a second. Well done. Meekness. Relying on God rather than their own strength to defend against injustice. Knowing that God is permitting injuries that inflict us, that he's using them to purify. I'm sorry. Hear me when I say, I am sorry it's this way. I, I, I just know it's how he works. Because at the end, you'll be able to say the very thing that was going to destroy me became <laughs> the catalyst for my strength, my meekness, for my inheritance. <laughs> I get it. Don't you get it? I mean, think about it. Just be, be an objective observer of a story. This is a good story. This is why all great stories have this protagonist that overcomes adversity. They don't become evil. 
They press down deeper into the soul, into the meekness. They find something greater than themselves. Here's what I'm here to tell you. Strength is for us. I, I am telling you, God is saying, be strong. So push against that resistance. That's how we get stronger, by the way, in the personal, in the physical fitness world. You push against something heavier than you, something that could crush you. You push against it, and then you keep upgrading the weight, upgrading the weight, and you're getting stronger. This is why glory to glory, trial to trial, testing to testing. That's why I'm like, man, God, you must really think you must really think I'm very strong because it seems like the tension never goes away. <laughs> and you must have one great inheritance for me because you're asking me more meekness, Elisa. Come to the end of your strength and then meet my meekness. Do so you get it? There's nothing wrong with strength. Strength is used of God when talking to us about us. But it's not used about Jesus. We never hear Jesus say, be strong like me. <laughs> no. But he does say in Matthew 11:29. Matthew 11:29. We know that Jesus says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart. For I am gentle. That word gentle is the same word where Jesus is saying, blessed are the meek. Blessed are the gentle. Blessed are those who trust in God's confidence. They have confidence in God. They have Godfidence. You've heard that before. And this is what God's wanting to teach us. Listen, be strong, yes, but take my yoke upon you. Learn from me, for I'm gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. This is why rest is so powerful. That's what I plan to teach you at that rest and rebuild retreat. You're gonna crave rest, but not the kind that sends you on a vacation, not the kind where you need to escape your life but the kind where you fire up, you enter the crucible, you sleep in the storm, you sing in the fire, rest. Whew. This is how we inherit the earth. Anything and everything, Jesus is saying it's all mine and I'm giving it to you, the meek, not the strong, selfless strength. You guys, start repenting. I need, this is for me, I'm preaching to me. Because I, I could tout about how strong I am. And I am, but here's what, here's what we don't want to happen. See this, that our strength takes us to the limits of ourselves where meekness meets us. Get this vision, strength. It's like you're getting bigger in muscle, bigger and bigger and bigger. You're becoming a hero of the faith, a Hebrews 11 kind of girl, a Hebrews 11 kind of guy. You have faith and it keeps increasing you every time you don't give in to temptation, every time you don't give in to the 
the wantings of this world. Every time you say, no, God is better. Jesus is better. Jesus is better. Every time you get bigger and bigger. But what happens is something comes against us one day that just feels like too much. And like Moses, who's angry with the Israelites, we strike the rock in our strength because we're so strong. <sighs> we pop. So this vision of us getting bigger and bigger and bigger, we get big without popping, you guys. So that we don't make a mess of the kingdom or of others. Do you see this? So God says, yes. Yes, Alyssa, get big. Yes, Tammy, get big. Yes, get big. Get strong. Grow. But our strength is not for us. My strength is for others. Your strength is for others. That's the point of meekness. Because strength that isn't about others, about getting strong for the sake of others, about using your strength for the well-being of others, about having a strength that points to Jesus as better, having a strength to stay submitted to God, keeping our tongue from sin, that type of strength points to the kingdom. But when we have this strength to boast or get big in ourselves, it will explode. And then grace, mercy picks us up and says, let's try it again. <laughs> He'll never give up on us. He's relentless. So we clean up our mess and we get on. God desires our strength and our growth for the purposes of others. Others. This is why Jesus was meek. Of course he was strong, but he wanted you to know what it meant to be meek, to have selfless strength. Let me read this definition again because it's so good. Gentleness or meekness is the opposite to self-assertiveness or self-interest. It's the opposite. What's the opposite of self-assertiveness? <laughs> Meaning I let you go first. I don't, I don't step in for, I'm not putting myself, for, I'm not asserting me, my agenda, my stuff first. I'm actually opening the door for you and letting you go. And what's the opposite of self-interest? <laughs> this is who Jesus was. Do we see it? This is his strength. This is why him coming disrupted everything. The religious people, they just valued strength. Strength of the law, strength in doing, self-righteous deeds, self-righteous deeds. We're called to be righteous, not self. You know you're not self-righteous when your motivation is for God's sake and His glory on the earth. Come on, Revelation Wellness friends. This is why I train you. This is why I show up. This is why we make these podcasts. This is why we invite you to a retreat. 
This is why we call you up to be a leader, become an instructor, disciple some others. Come on, meekness, a trusting that God's goodness and control over every situation. These are the people that get to inherit the earth. Meekness, see it, this is the key. You guys remember banks, safety deposit boxes? They still exist. It's where you put your things of most value so nobody can break in and steal it in your home or in your workplace. No, it's in a bank. And there's a bank in heaven with a safety deposit box with your name on it. And in order for you to get to see it, you got to show this badge of meekness that gets you past the security guard of peace because peace guards everything that is ours. God doesn't position his, his uh, biggest, baddest bullies in heaven to protect our stuff. No, he doesn't need to. Peace. Peace guards it. And we're told and know that it is possible to gain the world and lose our souls. Mark 8.36 says that. For what does it profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul? Meekness is the key to keeping our soul, keeping our character, keeping our position and our authority, using strength for the purposes of others. God, we thank you. I thank you for this message. I thank you. You're working out meekness in us, that you're upgrading our strength to know that our strength is not the be all and end all, that it is becoming meek in you, that we handshake with you, that we give you our strength. We submit ourselves to you. We resist the enemy's temptation to get us to use our strength to pop, blow up, or become people who defame your beautiful name. And Lord, for those of us who have, forgive us in Jesus' name. We repent, we're learning, we're growing. Thank you that you don't shame us or condemn us. Thank you that you say thank you to us for being willing to grow and learn. We enter your rest today in Jesus' name. Amen.
I. 